listen to one another, uh, love one another, and get to the hard work of healing our nation. To the issues that we're facing right now, I believe that college football can be an example in the midst of our struggles in America. Young men from all walks of life, different backgrounds, coming together, listening to one another, working hard together, learning from one another, fighting together for a common goal. I think society can learn a lot from these young men, and I'm really excited about working with some of them right there at KU. Uh, we're obviously excited about our season upcoming, just like everyone else in the country. Uh, you know, we're not, we were not satisfied, obviously, with our production last year, but we're extremely encouraged by the work that we put in and the production that we've had in our offseason. Uh, we're building a foundation of Jayhawk football, and we know we're going to be successful. This is the best offseason that I've been a part of. Our, our head straight coach, Janae Jackson, has done a phenomenal job with our guys preparing them. He's about to hand them over to us here in just a couple of weeks. Uh, we're bigger, stronger, and faster. Uh, we're more focused than we even were a year ago. And I love the new faces on this team. Uh, they're going to make us better, and they're going to help us make Jayhawk Nation proud. So with that being said, let's go ahead and take some questions. Okay, questions for Coach. Put your hand up. We'll try to get everybody to take We have a question about halfway match. Nick Kruger, Rivals.com. Uh, just a quick question about your recruiting strategy in the state of Texas, uh, just kind of broadly speak on the emphasis that you put on, you know, kind of recruiting this area, the sort of revitalizing program, and, and what sort of uh, main key points that you're hitting on with your program that is going to attract high-level talent there. Uh, our recruiting strategy here and everywhere, but you know, particularly here because I hailed from this area and I was a high school coach here for a number of years, is just to utilize the relationships that we created here with these guys. As I said before, these guys that are around this area and this state, I was just with about 19,000 of them last night in San Antonio, which is unbelievably impressive. 19,000 coaches can, you know, coming together in one place is pretty slick deal. Uh, but th those guys are my heroes. And uh, Texas high school football coaches have always been guys that I've, I've idolized. And, uh, and I just believe that a lot of them can do my job. And they can do it really, really well, which is what gets me up and running every morning because I know there's people on my heels. Uh, and, but you know, also to represent those guys. Uh, but the way we do it is we call them those relationships. And we've got some tremendous friends here. There's some of the finest coaches in the country right in this area. Uh, but we're trying to do, uh, do the same thing right there at home in Kansas and create a Kansas identity as well. Got a question on the outside left. Hey, Coach. Jenny Carlson with the Oklahoma. Your opening words talking about, you know, the climate of the country right now. It's kind of a... I would assume an interesting intersection for you with your background and you know, a lot of your guys, sort of that time in their life when they're you know, going through a lot of different things. What have you talked to your team about, um, if anything, just in regards to you know, the climate on campus and sort of um, amongst their peers right now? Well, the great thing about our program is we create an environment from the day that we got there that is based on caring for your teammate more than you care for yourself. Uh, being a selfless, committed person to our program and when that when we have kids that do that we have we really are fortunate right now we have a team full of guys that are interested in their the, the man to the right and their left's interest more than their own and I think that's where you know our kids can teach a lot of people a lot of things about that just that you know they we, we work really hard to try to create a cohesive unit there and the way that we do that is we listen to one another when we communicate I think one of the biggest things that that we urge our guys to do is to communicate. That we don't know if we don't talk. 
Uh, it's no different than if I'm visiting with my girls at home or my wife. We, we seem to be doing really well when we communicate well. And we seem to be doing a lot better when I listen well. I need to listen better. She's told me that a lot. But I think that's an art that's lost out there. And we, we really teach our guys to listen, be good listeners, and try to understand where each, each side is coming from. And really, from that standpoint, I think that opening lines of communication is really big. And really understanding that, you know, you can do a lot with listening and communicating. And I certainly would never, ever want us to, to believe that violence is an answer. So did Reggie Mitchell. Uh, all of the departures that we had this year, every one of those opportunities were better opportunities for those guys at their stage of their career. They all made sense. And we're not afraid of losing good people because we know there's good people out there to, to come in and fill, fill those gaps for us. Uh, every single guy that we hired, I knew him. Most of them I offered a job the first time around. Uh, so I'm really excited about our staff. Adding Todd Bradford on as our linebacker coach, I think that guy's one of the finest coaches I've ever ever been around. I really love having him on our staff. Joe DeForest, a wealth of knowledge and special teams that he brings to the table. Uh, we hired Tom, Tony Holt, high school coach out of, uh, out of New Orleans, who was literally a rocket scientist. I mean, he literally worked for NASA and worked on the space shuttle uh, and gave up that job to go back into public schools in New Orleans after the hurricane because he wanted better for his city. Gave up a lucrative, a lucrative salary to go back and help the youth of his, his hometown. And he's been successful because of those type of concepts that he's followed in his lifetime. We're very fortunate that we have great guys like that. Mike Slater, defensive line coach that I've known a long time that came to us from Rice. You know, he's gonna slide right in there with Calvin. Calvin's gonna do a great job in Oklahoma. But Mike Slater has been waiting for this opportunity. I'm excited to have him on our staff. Jason Phillips, a guy that I learned most of what I know about receiving play. And our guys have been pretty good along, along you know, the years. I've learned most of it from Jason Phillips. I'm so excited to have him on our, on our, on our staff. We're just really fired up about our staff. And I still love every one of those guys that, that left us. We all left on good terms. They did exactly what I asked them to do, which is give me everything they had. And as a result, everything works out in the end. Yeah. David, what's up? Brian Ball here with Fox Sports. Yeah, I did. Um, so Ryan started the last eight games last year. Uh, how do you look in the spring? Is it an open competition going into the summer? You might tell or anybody else that you have there? Tell us about the point. Brian, like I said before, I still need a few plays out of you. And I'd love to sign you and get you back out there. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, you know, Ryan, as most of you know, missed spring because of wrist injury. Uh, as a result, that gave uh, all the rest of our guys a lot of rep opportunities, which was really good. Uh, Montel got a lot of reps. Montel had a phenomenal, phenomenal spring. He did. He had a terrific spring. Developed really, really well for us. 
Um, Carter Stanley had a terrific spring. Kid out of Florida has really done a nice job for us. Uh, Ryan Willis, although he couldn't throw the ball, he was involved every day with a nerve, and he, he still operated the offense. Uh, the competition, Ryan, is going to go into fall camp, and as soon as I decide, I see what I need to see to know the clear the divider, and there will be. It'll be a clear divider. Once that happens, we'll make that decision. Uh, we'd like for it to be quick, but we don't always get what we want. Uh, we'll take it to as long as we have to take it. And our guys know quarterback position is no different for us than it is to play defensive tackle. You get what you earn. You're only as good as your next day. So I'm not saying that we'll pull them quick because I do believe quarterbacks have to work their way through things. But they know that if they, if, if they exemplify you know, characteristics that are not common to what we expect there, then the next guys will get a shot. On the front row right. Chip Brown with HornsDigest.com and Virginia is on Austin. David, how are you doing? Good, Chip. Good to see you. Um, good to see you. Can you talk about your decision to, to take over the offense? And, and, you know, obviously you're trying to replenish the talent and now adding that to your play. Yeah, you know, I'm excited to be basically back in it. Uh, you know, I, I, last year at this time, the plan was for me to be uh, as heavily involved as I am now. Unfortunately, I had to be unselfish and step back because, as you know, as a head football coach, there's a lot of things that, that go along with building a program that it's hard to manage all of it. And we were able to get those things in place. We've got the foundation laid now, and that was the plan the whole way through. As soon as I felt like we got it to where I needed it to be from an organizational standpoint and all the peripherals taken care of, uh, I was going to jump back into it. And I was involved quite a bit anyway. But I'm excited to be back into it. And I'm excited about working with our guys. And I, I mean, I can see the light coming on with them right now. They're excited about being an offense that's been, you know, it's proven to be productive. You know, just about everything that runs it has been very productive. If you track your statistics in one category or another, they're, they're up near the top of the country. Uh, it is a, it's a very unique system. Uh, I learned a lot from Cliff Kingsbury, who is one of our rivals here. But uh, I mean, I owe that guy a ton because he's a smart dude, and I learned a bunch from him. And I know he's learned a lot from Coach Leach and other guys around the country, but we're excited to be running what we're running. On the left side, third row back. Hey, Coach, ESPN Dallas Radio. Obviously, last year, early 12, things can only go up. What is a real, realistic expectation and goal for this team this year and moving forward? You know, I think from our standpoint, last year, last year the, my, my biggest ache last year was for our fans, our coaches, and our players because they deserve it. They really do. Our uh, Jayhawk Nation deserves better than what we were able to give them. And what they've gotten in the recent past, it, it pains me for that. But we were doing foundation work. And foundation work is hard, but it's necessary. Uh, we could have probably cut some corners and maybe taken a few guys that might have got us one or two. But at the end of the day, it wouldn't have been worth it because our, our foundation is so important. And we wanted to make sure that it was something that was going to be long lasting. And as a result, our deal now is we got to win games. That's why we're here. So we have to win football games. And we are completely and totally focused on the most important game in the history of our program, which is the next one, Rhode Island. I don't even know who we play next. I don't care. I'm focused on Rhode Island, and that's the most important game that we have that we've ever played in in our lives. We're focusing on that. And then after that, it'll go to the next one. On the rear left. Uh, Coach, now I can't go forward with the start telling you've been you've had the job now for a year and everybody talks about how difficult this job is. Is the job as challenging and as hard as you thought it might be? You know what? It is a difficult job, but all these jobs are difficult. But I'll tell you what, it's a great opportunity 
and we know where we're headed and our players do as well. I can't wait for you guys to hear from those guys uh, because I think you'll hear in their voices, they know where we're headed. Uh, for us to go through a season that we went through, if you came to that last practice before that last game, you would have never thought we had one game. That's probably the probably thing I was most proud of. Our guys worked. They enjoyed everything that they did when, with regard to development. They know where we're heading and they can see the future. Uh, is it difficult? Yes, but I think every job is difficult. It doesn't matter where you're, where you're coaching. Everything has its own unique set of characteristics that makes it difficult. But you know what? There's a lot of great things about them too. And there is a tremendous amount of support at KU. They want to win. They give us the things that we need. Uh, we're finishing up about a two and a half million dollar renovation right now. I mean, our fans want it. And we're going to work hard to give it to them. And they know it's coming. And our guys know it's coming too. Got a question in the middle. Hey, halfway back. Hey, uh, this is uh, Nate Fang from uh, Game Day U at the University of Oklahoma. You've had a year now to kind of get some of your own recruits in. And though that's not a ton of time, uh, what can we expect in terms of playing time? Well, you know, one of the things is we were down so far in scholarships that a lot of these young guys, because they're in the 2D, as soon as they step on campus, as a result, a lot of them are playing anyway. I think we were one of the youngest teams in the country last year. I want to say we started 38 or 39 first-time players. Uh, we had several freshmen play last year, and that's not ideal. We'd love to have guys be able to develop in red shirt, and, and most of them don't even know how to do laundry when they come to us. So there's a lot of different you know, challenges that come along with that. And from our standpoint, uh, you know, you would love to get to a point where you can redshirt those guys, but a lot of these young guys will be playing for us. And obviously there's a downside to that because a lot of them are not prepared and ready to go through the rigors of the college football season and all the things that come along with that. Uh, but you know what? We're not living in that perfect world, so we're going to make it perfect. Uh, and like we say all the time, it's near perfect. So it's all in the way we look at it. We're going to play a lot of young guys, but the good thing is they're going to get those bloody noses out of the way have a lot of time left to play, which means that they get more time to utilize the experience that they gain as a young player. Coach, Scott Wright from the Oklahoma. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about the, uh, the championship game coming in uh, in another year, and obviously you guys have some work to do before you get into that conversation, but uh, at that point, what, uh, what would be your preference for seeing how the participants of that game or uh, are determined whether it's through divisions or uh, straight record or, or whatever it be? Well, I, I don't know that there's just a whole lot of different options to it. Uh, I do know that our, our leadership in our conference is second to none. Commissioner Bowlesby it, it does a phenomenal job of, of leading this conference. I know him and his staff, along with the decision makers in our conference, will do a, a great job of picking the, the means by which is best for our conference. So I have no doubt in that. I've got enough to say grace over right there in Lawrence, so I focus on that most of the time. Uh, but I'm excited that we're we're headed towards that. I, I, I think that it's really cool to settle it on the field of the championship game. So I'm excited about that. Uh, and we've got a bunch of great teams in this conference. Uh, I, I'm, I'm really excited to watch these, these pairings go off this year because, you know, I've heard so much about other conferences being so strong in the NFL draft. And, you know, what's, the, what's wrong with the Big 12? They're all back. Everybody's back. I mean, this conference is completely loaded with ridiculous freaks. I mean, there's some great players. You can have a great year and maybe not have the best year you thought you were going to have. I mean, this conference is loaded. There's so many great players. Oklahoma and what Coach Stoops and done, have done there. I mean, that offensive line, those running backs, that quarterback, uh, you know, 
Texas Tech's offense, you know, that quarterback there, I mean, those guys are talented, and they're, they're all over the place. Uh, Oklahoma State, I just saw those freaks walking around. Those are some big dudes. We got a question on the aisle left. Yeah, Barry Trammell with the Oklahoma, and David, you hired Joe DeForest, who's been at two other Big 12 schools. What, what do you like about Joe and what he brings to you? Obviously, his experience and his production. It's not, you know, you can have 28 years and not have not have much behind that. He's got he's got a ton of years and proven production over the years. You know, I said a long time ago, I think the way you get better faster is you've got to be the smartest team in the country. Don't give anybody anything and don't go backwards. Just don't go backwards and don't give anybody anything. Be smart. Don't penalize. Don't create a bunch of penalties. Number two, take care of the football. Value possession, offensively and defensively. And then finally, be in the top three in all four statistical categories in special teams. If you can do that, most of those teams are about in about the top 25 in the country. Uh, you do those things, and you'll be surprised how quickly your program can improve. Uh, those are great measuring sticks for us, and Joe is going to bring some stability to us because he's done it, and he's done it for a long period of time, and he's been successful doing it. I'm thrilled to have him on our staff. I wasn't sure if we could get him. I offered him a job a year ago, uh, and it just worked out this time that we were able to get him here. I'm so excited to have him and his wife on our staff. Final question for Coach on the rear left. Myron Patton, Fox, Oklahoma City. Uh, as a young coach and rebuilding the program, I mean, you want to be good on both sides of the football offense and defense, but realistically, what do you try to build first in the Big 12? An offense to keep up with everybody on defense and slow them down to the game? I think the premium in this league is on defense. Uh, I really do. I mean, we've got some great defensive minds here. Coach Stoops over at Oklahoma. Uh, Man has done a great job coordinating that defense with Bob's brother, uh, Mike. And I think he is, you know, the standard right now in the conference. There's some great defensive minds here. Coach Patterson, year in and year out, has been phenomenal defensively. I hired one of his coaches in my staff, Ken Fair. Uh, they really do a good job. I really love our defensive staff, and I love Clint Bowen, our defense coordinator. I think he's one of the finest minds in college football. I know we, I know we struggled statistically last year, but um, I think our production is coming there. But I do believe that you've got to find a way to slow these offenses down. And we are putting a lot of work and time into evaluation, making sure that we get the right guys. Uh, you know, Oklahoma State, what they do defensively. Glenn has done, I mean, Glenn Spencer is phenomenal. That guy's hard, hard to play with. Uh, we've got some great defensive minds here, but it's very difficult to slow them down in this conference. It really is. So I, from my, our standpoint, we really feel like we've got to make strides defensively fast to help us to be able to kind of slow the pace down in which we would have to score points to win games. Okay, Coach, thank you very much for your comments, and good luck for the season. Thanks a lot, Rob Chalk.